<laughs> it's the Halloween episode. Welcome back to the Watchlist with Patty and Bill. You can catch up on all of our back episodes by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. You can also engage with us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod. And you can also subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> so, it's 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 damn near Halloween. Actually, yeah, when this debuts, it'll Halloween will be tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow's Halloween. So, did they I don't know if they've nixed Halloween completely here in New Jersey. I I don't have kids, so I don't know. But what did they do there? It's piecemeal around here. Some towns are doing things. Some towns are not doing things. Some towns are setting up safer things. Some neighborhoods are doing things. It's I don't have kids either, so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not turn opening the door. I'm leaving the lights off. I'm not answering the door. They can all go fuck off, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> And for those of our listeners who may have kids, we don't mean fuck off in the sense of fuck off. Just don't go to I mean, Patty's door. Fuck off by your own damn candy. That's ah, right. well, no, okay. So pretty much exactly what you said. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, buying, Usually, I'm not buying every frigging kid in this neighborhood fucking candy. And I and I'll tell you what, I we are doing the same thing. We're actually turning off our porch light we are we are not open for business on halloween and in part that's because i'm not going to be home i've got a birthday party to go to very safely with our very safe clutch of friends who we trust and they're only going to be three other you know like four people total but at the same time i think you're right i consider trick-or-treating with kids who actually give a shit put on a costume and actually say the words trick or treat. And I may be old school that way. Maybe I'm an old fuck and I just, you know, I subscribe to that old school, but you got to put in a little effort. You got to meet me halfway. Yeah. You know, if you're just some teenager who threw on some bullshit mask that you stole from the local CVS and you've got a plastic grocery bag and you just come up to my door, fuck you twice yeah Yeah. if if you look like one of those teenagers that are a dick yeah Yeah. i mean i understand that there are some teenagers who um you know they're maybe have some disability where they trick-or-treating is still you know the thing they do and that's fine and i don't care but i'm not feeding everybody in the neighborhood fucking candy yeah I, I, i i you know the first year we moved here Oh my God, there was so much candy and there were so many people. And oh my God, we ran out and it's still like three hours left to go. And I'm like, there are too many fucking kids in this neighborhood. I'm not doing this again. So I am not doing this again. When we still did Halloween, we, and I say that because it's just waned in the last few years because both of, like, one or the both of us have never been home. Mm-hmm. And our dog Chewy, who is who you may have heard on our podcast from time mm, to time, yes, is an escape artist, and he barks at oh, everybody. Shit. He is the he is the sweetest dog. He has to have five minutes of crazy when you come in, 
And then he's fine. He's like, okay, you belong here because mom and dad say you belong here and you're fine. But when the doorbell rings, he goes off like a, like a firecracker and a car alarm. And it, it, you just can't open the door to give mm-hmm. candy. Yep. It's just not, it, it's just not conducive to it. That's and the same to, here with El Barkas. You know, so, you know, and like you said, notwithstanding anybody who abs- absolutely has any kind of, of mental challenge or physical challenge or all of that, and nor do I, I, I don't count teenagers who take their, their smaller siblings. Yeah, out. that's fine too. Fine. That's worth the effort because, you know, you're basically babysitting. Yeah. But... I subscribe more these days, especially in the age of COVID. Do something safe with your family, possibly outdoors, maybe a trunk or treat. Or maybe, you know, turn it into a family game night or something where, you know, this isn't the same as every other Halloween. This is like the extra special awesome Halloween where I'm not just wandering around getting candy, but we're doing stuff as a family. We're, I don't know, baking cupcakes or, you know, I don't know, doing some art project or family scary movie night. I don't know, whatever the hell suit floats your boat for a fabulous extra special day. Yeah. With the family. But yeah, the dog, he hears a doorbell on the damn TV and goes insane. Uh, th- right. Can you Chewy imagine does the same thing? Fucking kids for four hours coming to my door, ringing the damn doorbell. This idiot over here, just like, yep, 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 yep. And he can't be trusted to not run out the door. And I don't know where that he would go, but he would be off like a rocket. Exactly. Same thing Which with Chewy. Is why we aren't home. I can't turn off the porch light because that's, just a timer thing that we we don't even the hoa is in charge of it and they come and change the bulb and shit so right it's just on and there's no turning off but we're not gonna have lights on in the house we're gonna close the blinds and just be like fuck off kids Go yeah Go well next door. i'm gonna close the blinds to the front window i'm going to leave a light on for chewy i'm only going to be gone for a few hours anyway oh yeah um but the house is closed yeah, I miss the days of my apartment in Chicago where nobody rang my doorbell. Well, that's because you lived in an apartment. It was the first floor rear apartment where they may have been ringing the front. Those aren't words. They may have been ringing the front door, but they weren't coming around the side to ring those back bells. Yeah. And I was and, just fine with that. Yeah. So, yeah, city living is definitely easier for Halloween because more often than not, when I and I grew up in Hyde Park, my mom would take me, like all the other neighborhood kids, to businesses. We oh. had the local barber shop. We went to the, the radio shack. We went to whatever businesses were on the street, and they gave out candy. Huh. And then we may or may not have gone down our block but then again, we lived on, an ablo- on a block with a mixture of houses and apartments mm. and, a, and higher, not higher rise apartments, but you know what I mean, six or seven stories or something like that, okay. which, were, which were kind of off limits because then whose bell do you ring? Right. And that's up for the children in that building to go trick or treat amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. So maybe one or two blocks that night. And then it was a hall. And then I came home, spread out my candy shared it with my mom and I was happy for a few days, you know, my brother would go all over town with his pillowcase and he uh, would come back with so much 
fucking candy. And me, nobody would take me anywhere. So I'm just going up and down the one block. I got like maybe a handful of candy. And I'm looking at his giant pillowcase full. Like, this is so unfair. But this wait a minute. so unfair. He had a he had the shitty pillowcase. How old was he? Um jeez, uh, he's like five or six years older than me. So say I was six, he was twelve. And then See, just that's when a- you that's when you border on all right, you really need to show me some effort. You need to <laughs> at least have a costume on. I'm sure he had a costume on, I just don't remember any of his costumes. Well, him and his buddy would go and they'd go all they'd go all the way across town, man. Just every door. And even after hours, they, on their way back home, I'm sure they still rang a few doors to see if anybody would answer and still had candy. Well, what what was I going to say? Um <laughs> I don't know. Shit. No, that's okay. Um Damn it. I lost it. And it was something about, well, no, we went trick-or-treating, we opened the door. Damn it, I completely lost it. That's all right. If I think about it, we'll say it. But My mom stole all the, I want to say it was the bit of honeys. Ah, and... that reminds me. I know what it is. Yeah, there were certain candies she would take that they were hers. I think Butterfingers maybe oh, were hers. Bitter honey. Do they even yeah. make that anymore? I don't know, because I was never a fan of that one. And those ones that are like waxy orange and black paper wrapped, those disgusting things. Orange and black paper? Yeah, yeah there was like um, It's like a round candy, and the sides are twisted, and it was like waxy paper, and oh, it was yeah, orange yeah, yeah. or black were the pieces yeah, of candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that just caramel? I don't I don't know, but it, no, I don't think it was, because I remember ta- you know, as a kid, I would have eaten that. Yeah. But Whatever it was, I tried it. And it was like, it was so some nasty as shit. So when Laura and I were doing trick or treating, and this is neat, nobody's fault, but we always overbought. Yeah. So you never know. Oh, yeah, Even though yeah. we live on a fairly quiet block, there are a few resourceful parents who live on blocks kind of like ours that don't have a lot of houses with kids. So mm-hmm. they would take their kids in cars to different sections of the neighborhood. I think so we that's all, what they do here. Yeah. So we we would overbuy candy. But to ensure that we would not eat the candy, we got stuff that Laura was physically uh, um, allergic to. Oh, oh. Which are Baby Ruth's and Butterfingers. Nice. So like she those. would buy, she would buy me a bag of candy because she knows that I'm 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 just a sucker for a good piece of chocolate and, mm-hmm. and all that. So we would get the pack either with like the miniature Hershey's and the Mister Good Bars and all that other yep, sort of yep. stuff, uh, or we would get another pack of something. But the majority of the candy would be Baby Ruth's and Butterfingers, which I could eat, which I actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I tended to not eat those. Because I didn't want to set off any kind of allergy in any way. Gotcha. So those were the ones we always gave away. And then she could always take them to work and know that she's not going to eat them because she's allergic to them. That first year, I bought a couple of bags of candy that are that's the good stuff that Dwight and I like. And I jammed it in the freezer. And the rest of the candy was that shit that I ain't eating that nasty ass crap. Like the Tootsie Rolls and the Fruity Tootsie Rolls and the... The dum dum sucker pops and 
all that crap. I'm like, if, I, if this is shit I ain't gonna eat, the nerds, little tiny boxes of nerds that maybe have two nerds in them. Yeah. That was all for the kids. And oh, then when we ran out, I'm like, I'm not giving you kids my good candy that's in the freezer. You can all just suck it. Remember <laughs> Milk Duds? Oh, my where God. Where you actually got like two or three Milk Duds in that little yeah, box? Yeah, in that little tiny box. Yeah. I used to love Milk Duds. My mom loved Milk Duds. And they stick to your duds. teeth. And, and they still, oh, my God, they stick to everything. <laughs> and if you had any kind of braces, you were just fucked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I, re- I had a retainer at one point when oh. I was actually trying to fix my teeth, which oh. is impossible. But, oh yeah, that, uh, what else used to really get in there? Any kind of caramel, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Mm. There is, but we're waxing nostalgic about yeah, it. Yeah, now we are. <laughs> and, because <laughs> now we're just bitter old fuckers. Like, no, <laughs> stay away from my door. Get <laughs> out my yard. Get out of my yard. Would you, you want some toast? I'll give you an <laughs> apple. You know. Here, have yeah. this bottle of cinnamon jammed down your throat. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna buy. You know how spice. You know how expensive spices are. I'm not giving a kid oh, cinnamon. Yeah, well, Jesus Christ! But the shit from Aldi. Get a whole pack cheap. of full size Hershey bars. <laughs> Anyhow, anyway. So this is our first annual Halloween show. <laughs> so I know I watched one thing new. You said you watched. A few things that were new. Yes, everything I have on my list is new to me. I don't know how new they are in the world of newness, but they are new to me. And then I just want to go over some classics when I'm done talking about the new thing that I saw. So why don't you kick us off? The first one that I watched is called Bad Hair, and it's on Hulu. And it's new, like new, new, new. Um, yep. It's about a woman. I want to say it's like the 60s, the late 60s or so. She's working at a, um, at a, a news, ch- like I want to say it's like a cable news channel called Culture. It's an uh, African-American like network, like BET kind of network. And they have all these shows and stuff. And she's like a, trying to become a producer, but she's like the head of the network's assistant or something. She's grossly underpaid. She's struggling to keep keep up. And she's got like when she was a kid, her sister tried to relax her hair and okay. just burn the shit out of her scalp. She still has the scars, Ooh. not her scalp, her scalp. She still has the scars like deep in her 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 scalp oh wow so she isn't doing the relaxing the hair like all the other girls in the office and trying to be as white as all the other girls in the city who are going up for the same job as her and she's not getting it because she still has the like an afro kind of hair but she's trying to put it in like ponytails and stuff to try and tame it more and she right. gets, and as it opens, she gets turned down for a job because they just don't like her look. Oh. Yeah. And then okay. she gets to work, and there's like a whole new regime taking over. New people coming in to run the show. Her boss is getting kicked out. And she's got to, like, what the fuck she going to do? She's got to keep her job somehow. And so she goes in. Everybody's going into this new 
the new boss's office, who is played by Vanessa Williams. The ever eternal, I won the gene pool, Vanessa Williams. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And people are coming out crying, and she realizes this is like a job interview. If I want to stay here, I got to go talk to her and impress her. So she's got a lot of great ideas for being a producer and creating new new content for their channel and all this stuff. But she's a little meek because she keeps getting kicked down. And, you know, Vanessa Williams is very matter of fact, like, well, what do you got? What are you going to do? And she's like, well, I can't work with you looking like that. Oh, damn. Yeah. You got to show me some effort. And she talks about some fancy-ass salon that she goes to to get her hair done. And, you know, sends her on her way. Well, Vanessa's assistant hands her the card for that salon. Mm, mm. And she's been very resistant to getting her hair relaxed or getting any weaves because of her sensitive scalp. Well, she goes, and the salon is is run by Laverne Cox. Okay. And it's a high-class very expensive place because mm. their weave is very exclusive Ooh. yes and she's like well fuck I can't pay for this shit and okay. the receptionist is going to kick her out and she she's like ready to walk out and she's like no I need this if I want to get anywhere so she gives this this very so- sad story plea to Vanessa or to Laverne Cox who says okay You'll be my good deed for the day. Well, it turns out that weave she got is bad hair. Dum, dum, dum. It is possessed hair. And it is taking over her body (laughs) and her life. And Vanessa Williams has the same possessed hair. And then it's just hair everywhere. And it's kind of low budget. It's kind of like a a B-movie. But it has that, that message of you know, of culture and of uh, privilege, you know. I got this white girl hair, you know. Mm-hmm. And women with natural hair, you know, they're held back in life. Even to this day, if you don't have the right look, they won't hire you, regardless whether you're on a TV network or in an office. You know, right. I'm, I'm still hearing stories of women wearing their hair naturally, like like harassed at work and treated like you know not getting promotions not getting paid enough and it's just bullshit it is bullshit you know this movie's a lot about that and a lot about like uh, her her uncle has a book of uh of uh, slave stories and they're talking about different like woo kind of those kind of folk tales and one of them is about some hair so that's kind of telling and it's really good i really like this movie I mean, it has it doesn't really have. I didn't have notice much of the jump scares. It's got more of that, oh, like when she's doing the weave. Yeah. She is. I swear, she's literally sewing it into her scalp the way that needle is, and I'm like, I can't look. Take ah, you know. Yeah. And that slow kind of like pulling stuff, pointy. Oh, I can't handle that. Give me that, just slash, slash their throat and blood everywhere. I can handle that. But that slow, like, I'm sewing through your skin. Can't deal. Can't deal. Wow. Yeah. So it's got some big names in it. Um, The aunt and uncle. I, I feel like that's her aunt and uncle. I don't think that's her mom and dad. Okay. 
Oh, I didn't write down their names, but they are also uh, big names like Van- uh, Laverne Cox and Vanessa Williams. Sorry, folks, I didn't make a note of your name, and I, I can see their face. I just I don't know where I know them from. But it's called Bad Hair? It is called Bad Hair. And it's on the Hulus. It's on Hulu. Cool. Yes. All right. So what else you got? Um, the next thing also on the Hulus oh. is the Books of Blood. Oh, that sounds creepy. Yeah, it's based on a collection of short stories by Clive Barker. And if you are familiar with Clive Barker, then you know exactly what you're going to expect with the <laughs> Books of Blood. Clive Barker is the Hellraiser guy with the yeah, spiky face dude. And... That would be Pinhead. Okay, thank you. Pinhead. And there's a, there's a few other... Real, he is just the goriest gore horror writer. Oh, if you've tried... I His books, I just... Most of his books, wow, they're really creepy, gory, nastiness. Yeah. And so are his movies. So yeah. that's what... Yeah, the Books of Blood is quite a thing. <laughs> it's kind of got... Three separate storylines, but they all weave together. Weave. And... <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. Um, one story is a girl who, um, she's kind of, she's got some mental problems, and she's off her meds for whatever reason, and just sound really affects her in an extreme way. Like, she's sitting at breakfast with her parents, and they're chewing, and and you hear what she's hearing, which is absolutely disgusting. And I'm like, oh my god, I would hurl if I was her. And she just can't take it, and she's got to run off. So she runs away in the middle of the night and ends up in some town because she's really paranoid that somebody's following her, and she sees this man everywhere. And we're not sure because we already know she's kind of cuckoo bananas. We don't know if that's just a thing that's in her head. Or if it's a real person coming after her. Oh, all right. Yes. And then she ends up at some, she finds like an Airbnb. And that Airbnb turns out to be not what you really want to stay there. It's a bad place. And then you got another guy who, he's like a working for the mob collections guy. Some bookstore guy tells him about this really expensive book that everybody wants and where to get it. So he's off to go find the book. And the other storyline is this guy who claims he can speak with the dead. And there's a psychiatrist or psychologist woman, therapist, one of those positions where she's like, I don't believe this shit. You're full of crap. And then he kind of proves her wrong. As you do. And then all three of them come together as one. And yeah. Yeah. That it's it's got the gore that you expect from Clive Barker, um, and the creepiness of all the you know the dead and demon esque and phantasmal type things. So it's on Hulu. It may, if you're into that stuff, it's great. If you're not, it would be absolutely awful for you. And if you're kind of <laughs> like me, where you're like, I just wanted something sort of scary ish. It, that's exactly what it was. It was something sort of scaryish with some creepy, gory stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
So what was the last thing that you saw? The last thing I watched is on HBO Max, and it is the remake of the movie Witches. Oh. It's got uh, Anne Hathaway in it, Octavia Spencer, Chris Rock is the narrator, and it's that story of a young boy and his grandma, and they come across, you know, witches are real, but they're kind of creepy, demon-y things. They're not humans. They are, like, creatures, monsters from, I don't know, monster land. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, they're not women doing casting spells. They are monsters, and... They're kind of hiding in plain sight with their disguises. And some of the effects they've done are really kind of cheesy-ish. Kind of shitty cheesy. Um, Yeah, like the witch's mouths are weirdly... They have weird, like, Joker kind of smiles because they've extended the mouths to make it... Because they're monstery. And so when they get really angry, the whole mouth, you know, CGI opens and it's just dumb looking kind of what what year was this oh this is new this is brand new oh this is brand new from right now witches brand new remake on hbo the original one had angelica houston i want to say it was maybe in the 90s oh that's right yeah oh wow yeah they remade it step up their effects game yeah the effects on this are kind of kind of weak um, and yeah, this has Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, and Chris Rock. Chris Rock oh. is the narrator. He's like the adult, you know, voiceover for the little boy. Octavia's grandma. And Anne Hathaway is the head of the witches. And, you know, the story of the witches, they end up at some, you know, uh, oceanside um, inn. They come across the... Uh, oh, what is it? It's some guy. They've the witches' convention has called themselves like you know, the Children Lovers Society or No Harm to Children Society or some weird shit because they just want to you know capture and eat and kill children because they're witches. Yeah, and you know all the wackiness ensues that does through witches. Did you like it? Uh, you know, I knew the story already. So I was watching mostly to see what they had changed. And aside from moving it from England to America and having uh, grandma and grandson be black instead of white people and having the whole movie be all white people, it was fine. The ending they changed, but they changed it from the original movie, which had changed the ending from the book. So this new version ends the way the book does. Ah, okay. Yeah, this one so, follows the book probably more closely-ish. No. Yeah. So avoid it? Watch it. If you really, really loved the first one with Angelica Houston and think that is the shit to you, and if and you feel that if anybody remade it, it would suck, stay away from it. Like, like right now, <laughs> if somebody remade Princess Bride, I'd be all, fuck y'all, no. I ain't watching that shit. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because so, that would just be atrocious and an abomination. Right. And some people may feel that way about witches. I don't know. Well, every movie is someone's favorite but, movie. And that's what I'm saying. And I have never, in, in, in my life, 
seen as much love for the movie Hocus Pocus as I've seen this year. Oh, I've seen it every year. I see all the people who are so in love with Hocus Pocus. And I and I never understood it, but that it's not for me to understand. That movie, even with young dude who eventually went on to go be on NCIS oh, was that in guy. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. And yeah. I and um I, I, I don't get that it. That's him. I forget that that's him. With a half British and then half not accent, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> like all of a sudden, like halfway through the movie, when he's turned into a cat, he just gives up. Oh yeah, yeah, he just gives up. <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But but every movie is someone's favorite movie. Yeah, exactly what I'm I saying. Have, I have learned that. So if you dig witches, great. Yeah, if you're totally it into witches, like, it'll you know. If that version, that Angelica Houston version is your shit, you'll definitely want to stay for, away from this one because, you know, it's just, it's not the same. And and I know a lot of people who absolutely loathe Anne Hathaway. Really? I don't understand it myself, but yes. So that would turn a lot of people off as well because she is very Anne Hathaway-y in her, in this role. But it also looks like she had a ton of fun being a total bitch and total bad person or bad witch for that matter. I think, well, she's already got her, her Oscar. Yeah. So, you know, she's just having fun now. Does she she's have just kids? having fun. Does she have kids? I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, so what you're thinking is maybe she did this sort of as like, you know, this This something kid for my movie kid. for my kids. Maybe. Maybe yeah. she did. Or maybe she just likes the story and was like, I'll do it because it looks like a fun role to play. Well, that's why Liam Neeson portrayed Zeus in the remake of Clash of the Titans. Because he likes Zeus or he has kids? He had kids and they were like, Dad, I want you to be Zeus. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and he's like, all right, fuck it. I'll go be Zeus and yeah. be all shiny and well, collect a paycheck. That's why Seal was on The Masked Singer. Uh, so beneath him. Because anyway. his kids. He did it for his kids. And th and that's very sweet. Yeah, you'll do anything for your kids when you have kids, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. As, as well you should. Damn straight. Right. So it's funny you mention Hulu so much. Mm -hmm. Because I stuck to primarily Hulu. Mm -hmm. So I was I was zooming around. I'm like, fuck. You know, there are now so many streaming channels. I think I've 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 lost track. At oh this point. my god, so many. So I I decided. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I haven't been to Hulu in a while. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, the last time I was on Hulu was was when what we do in the shadows had uh season two Ooh. and that's when i discovered the show so i went on hulu and i was like here's where i'm going to be i'm going to see what i can watch halloween wise and so all of my shit this episode is from hulu excellent so the first thing that i watched the new thing that i watched is a six episode series from the uk called zomboat oh and it's actually quite funny. So the premise is these two sisters uh, are shown following the immediate aftermath of a zombie epidemic in Birmingham, England. 
That's where the guys from Duran Duran are from. Is it really? Yep. <laughs> well, maybe they're zombies now. Anyway. They probably are. Union of the Snake. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they play, the sisters are named Cat and Joe, <laughs> and they team up with two guys, and these two guys are actually about to board a plane. So, and but through through happenstance, they all end up in the same part of Birmingham. And the sisters realize that one of their exes owns a boat. Mm. Now, what makes this show pretty cool is that this show is predicated on the characters watching other zombie stuff. And they freak oh, nice. and they and they frequently said, "Are these twenty eight later, twenty eight days later zombies, or are these Walking Dead zombies?" Excellent, I love it. And so, so you establish the rules of zombie, and they figure out no zombie can swim, so we have to get to this boat, mm-hmm. which is smart. Yeah. Well, these two guys end up getting on the boat as well. And it, it's a canal boat. So these canal boats can go like five miles an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, you know, they there's this big action sequence where they're all on the boat. They start the engine. They're about ready to go. And then you just see a chug, 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 chug. And it's just slow as shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's six episodes. And if you really want to see something kind of fun but still zombie yeah. Watch watch Zomboat. Nice. And I and I did some and I did some research. People kept asking online, is there going to be a season two? Nobody knows yet. Hmm. Okay. So just for six quick episodes, why the hell not? Yeah. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. So then I was like, well, screw it. I'm on Hulu. What's on Hulu? So on Hulu, if you subscribe to Hulu, I recommend the Rocky Horror Picture Show. No. I got to say no to that. Why? The Rocky Horror Picture Show on its own, without the whole theater interactiveness, is just a shitty movie. You have to have the theater interaction all the other people around you throwing their toast with their water guns, pulling out the umbrellas, you know, shouting at the screen like you do in order for that to be, have any kind of decentness to it. So funny you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. I have seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show and I used to agree with you. I've seen it so many times. And then I saw it at home. I'm like, this is really a pretty shitty movie. The first time I saw it was on TV. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, what's the big deal about it? It's just a weird musical-like movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember, but on Channel 66, when they used to show all the music videos for free, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was like their 24-hour version or their 20-hour version of music videos, they used to show that segment of the film where they played the time warp. Oh, anyhow, okay. Anyhow. Then the Hyde Park Theater, back in the 80s, like, I want to say 85, 86, dared to show midnight showings of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and let people dress up and do the experience. So me and my friend at the time, 
decided, you know what? We're going to go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show the way it was meant to be seen. Mm -hmm. I am so glad I went on that Friday night because nobody at the Hyde Park Theater realized what a cult thing this had become. So they didn't realize they would have to be cleaning up toast, cleaning up toilet paper, water guns everywhere. (laughs) Nobody expected this. I knew what to expect. So when the lightning comes and you're throwing the toilet paper through the air and it actually looks like lightning, I thought, fuck, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then there are people getting up near the front of the stage, interrupting, you know, you're in front of the screen. Yeah, and they're dancing or doing whatever, acting it out, yeah. And you're acting it out, so the spectacle is watching these people perform the spectacle. Uh Uh-huh. My movie-going experience wasn't ruined. Yeah. The next night, they actually stopped the screening halfway through and kicked people out and never did it again. Because the they didn't, because re- they didn't realize did what this was. How did they not know this? How did they I not know. know? But ever since then, I've had a new appreciation for Rocky Horror Picture Show mm-hmm. as a standalone movie. Hmm. So whether uh, I say wherever you are, whether you can, well, especially now you can't. Yeah, no. But um, when you are able to, I agree with Patty. Go see it with a whole group of people acting it out and get that full experience because there's nothing like it. But watch it. Give yourself some reference to it, especially if you've never seen it before. Then this way, when you go, you're not going to be interrupted. You know, you will have seen the movie. You know the plot. Such as it is. important. (laughs) It's a fucking crackle horror picture. I don't know what sound I'm making. I'm just like doing some like random scary cat shushing you. Okay. Anyhow, also on Hulu, the Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise interview with the vampire. Oh, dude, really? Yeah. Man. Mm -mm. And when that movie came out, I was all about it. I was all about it because I had, all right, so you know the Howard or the uh, Red Line train. So those of you who who don't know this at all, Chicago is very much is very much unlike New York, where where our train system was very simple. New York, there are all these numbers and letters and all that bullshit. And it confuses the fuck out of me. It scares me. And I am not I am not afraid at all to admit (laughs) I don't get it. And especially growing up with, you get on the red line. It is a straight line from the north side to the south side. Same train. You don't have to get off at any numbered or lettered or or different color stop. No, one train. Anyway, so I read on that train, Interview with the Vampire, mm-hmm. the Vampire Lestat. Mm-hmm. I read Tale of the Body Thief on my train going downtown back up north. Loved them all. So when the Tom Cruise Brad Pitt movie came out, I was like, oh, my God, I'm all over this. This is great. And if that movie had taken off, Tom Cruise was very astute because he played Lestat. Mm. I still think he was kind of miscast in it because Lestat is basically a teenager. He's like 16, 17, curly haired. If you if you read the the book, he almost looks like Ryan Philippe. If anybody would have played Lestat, it could have been Ryan Philippe back in the day. And then there was Brad Pitt, who got so depressed making this movie, he couldn't do it again. Blah, blah, blah. 
I love this movie, though. I, I don't know what it is. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. <laughs> Oh my god, we've disagreed on two things. This is awesome. This we haven't done this so in a while. Bad. This movie is so bad. <laughs> it's not it's bad. Terrible. There's so I much terrible it. about this movie. It's not terrible. It's just it's <sighs> wrong, but it's so right. It's not even. It's just awful. So kids, if I would you're never out recommend there... this movie to anybody, especially for Halloween. Really? Oh, and I totally would. No, no. Don't don't watch it, this movie. It's got an all-star cast. Antonio Banderas, Stephen Ray, very young Kirsten Dunst, oh, Tom God, Cruise, yeah, Brad Pitt, and Christian Slater, who, true story, took over for River Phoenix. Oh. So River Phoenix was supposed to be the interviewer of Lewis. Hmm. Well, during the filming of this, River Phoenix... Uh, decided to take the dirt nap outside the oh, Viper hey, room hey, in LA. Hey, hey. Look, I'm sorry. All right. I I it is tragic that he died. And I and I never ever ever downplay someone's demons to make you take drugs. Mm-hmm. But he took drugs. Yeah, but you OD'd. don't have to be so nasty with it. Took the dirt nap, you know. He's taking the dirt nap. That's- one of these days, God willing, in like 45 years or so, I will be taking the dirt nap. Mm-hmm. I say it lovingly. That uh, didn't sound Anyhow. like it to me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the transitioned River Phoenix decided to die during filming. So Christian Slater <laughs> stepped in. so disrespectful, man. It's not disrespectful. It right, sounds fine. so I'll- terribly disrespectful. Right, when River Phoenix passed away during the making of this film, Christian Slater took over. You could have even what? said when when uh, River Phoenix OD'd and died, Christian Slater took over. That would have been okay to me, too. All but right, the fine. dirt nap and whatnot. Whatever. Good grief, dude. When, when, Chris, when, when River Phoenix OD'd, insert all of my insults here Hmm. pause christian slater took over and became the interviewer in that movie rude so so anyway whatever (laughs) you don't even like this movie who cares anyway interview with the vampire i like it it's not everybody's cup of tea especially if you've read the book Mm -hmm. if you've read the book Maybe you don't want to watch this movie. If you read the book, they... you probably know about this movie already and whether it's good or not. Yeah, I well, mean, I think this movie <laughs> probably would have been better as today made as a mini series on Netflix or something. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That See, I didn't realize yeah, I needed that, that until yeah. I just said it. Yeah. Because it would have worked so much better. Yes, definitely. But anyway. I would agree with right. that. Other fun stuff that you might agree with Mm -hmm. that's also on the Hulus, Mm -hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. Yes, I would, I I want to do like a Buffy-thon. I totally want (sighs) to, now that I know it's on Hulu. I don't know that I want to do an Angel-thon. See, I always just thought Angel was such a dick. Well, And I like the show. Yeah. Believe me when I tell you. Um, but I don't I don't like those characters that are dicks 
and do everything themselves, but then they get mad at other people for not sharing information, not being the team player. <laughs> that, yes, but, yes, yes. He's the know, moody, fucking, broody. Oh, I'm the vampire with a soul. Yeah. You don't know my yeah. pain. I've been alive forever. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a my sanctuary. Although I love that song. Anyway... <laughs> But, but um, and Stephen Amell as Arrow on the CW was exactly the same way. Yeah. Why didn't you tell the team you were going off to do this? Well, you don't tell the team either. Well, I'm out there every night fighting crime. Fuck you. Wah, wah. Anyway, That's your choice, wah, wah. man. That's right. Like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you just stop that. So anyway, Angel and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I highly recommend Buffy the Vampire yes, Slayer. Yes, highly recommend Buffy. Totally recommend Buffy. Yes. yes. And if you and if you really want campy, go and find yourself the original 1992 movie. <gasps> yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Also created by Joss Whedon. Yes. Yeah, when he you got will- the opportunity to make the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he did it the way he was. That's what he envisioned when he did the movie, but the movie yeah. turned out way campier than he planned, and way campier, oh, way so campier. But you need to actually kind of watch the movie to understand a very meta joke in what we do in the shadows, which mm-hmm. is also on Hulu, seasons one and season two, because there is a vampire council that shows up in one of the episodes and one of the vampire council is a character from the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Not to mention other vampires from other TV shows and what's cool about that is that it establishes them all in some shared universe. Hmm. Which I find very interesting and that includes True Blood. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it actually includes Blade, hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and a few more. Neat. So what we do in the shadows. The next couple of things, I highly recommend season one of each of the following. American Horror Story. If you have never seen American Horror Story or need a reminder of how good it was before it got all, oh, we're American Horror Story. <laughs> Watch American Horror Story season one. Yeah, that was that was fucking awesome. It was so good and so creepy and so original. Yeah, and and it's just really, really, really well done TV and engrossing as shit. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. Oh, I love that show. Season one was my jam. It was we just couldn't wait. Yes. So watch season one of, of either one of those or both of those. If you start going into later seasons, you're setting yourself up for differences of opinion. Okay, there you go. But that final season of Sleepy Hollow, that, that's, sucked that's unanimous that it really was crap. Yeah. So the, the next thing, uh, and and I have to say this, I then bounced off of this because I was very curious, but I saw it pop up in the Hulu thing. It's not available if you have Hulu, but it is if you have Netflix. Silence of the Lambs. Oh. 
That's not a horror movie. It is a psychological thriller. But when you watch this movie, if you have never seen this movie, and right now that movie is 30 years old, fuck. If it, you know, if you have never seen Silence of the Lambs, I think you should. It is creepy. It is very moody. It has jump scares. And it's the perfect movie to watch in the dark with a bucket of popcorn. Yeah, totally. Although, keep in mind, when they say that that is Calumet City, it is not Calumet City. There are no mountains in Calumet City, Illinois. There are no (laughs) mountains in the entire state of Illinois. Just That's very true. Illinois is very fucking flat. Anyway. But if you didn't know that there were no mountains in Cal City... It's not really going to ruin your experience. No, but also, and also that airport in Lansing where they land the plane is not nearly big enough for that kind of a plane to land. No. The Lansing Municipal Airport is like a puddle jumper airport. Just saying. Kind of like uh, Meg's Field downtown. I think it's even smaller than that. Really? Yeah, I think it's for even you can- smaller class planes than that. So then the last two things that I, so I caught one by accident and I forgot what channel it was on actually. So forgive me if I, I just can't remember it. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh. The Winona Ryder, Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman, Keanu Reeves movie. Hmm. Have you ever seen, have you seen that movie recently? I have, I, I feel like I saw clips of it when I was watching something talking about Keanu Reeves, maybe? Oh, maybe. He's That's so... how I caught bits of it. Poor bastard is so miscast in this movie. Hmm. He plays the perfect surfer dude. Don't ever get me wrong. He was perfect in Point Break, perfect in The Matrix. He, you know, There are certain movies that are in Keanu Reeves' wheelhouse. John Wick now, the whole bit. When he was younger, Bill and Ted... The whole, the whole thing. Bram Stoker's Dracula was not one of them. <laughs> and the movie, and I was watching this movie because I, I had this like weird hankering for blood. No, I had this weird hankering to watch this movie, and it just happened to be on. I was like, oh, thank God. This is great. This is awesome. Oh, my God, is it cheesy. It is kind of, yeah. And and just the visual effects are supposed to be kind of cool, like Gary Oldman's shadow is moving in different ways and his body is moving and blah, blah, blah. It is over-the-top cheese. Yeah. So if you want cheese with your cheese, watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> you could do worse. Yeah, you totally could. You could certainly do worse, and Carrie Elwes is in it mm-hmm. in a very minor role, yeah. but he's in it. Any he? The last thing... If you can find them, I don't know where they are, but I highly, highly recommend the original Omen trilogy. Oh, dude, that one creeped me the fuck out as a kid. Fuck. Oh, man. And, and one of the things that I, and why I recommend this is because, and kids out there, the Omen is from like 1975 or six, so I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah. By saying this, but the first two movies and even parts of the third one, 
The devil wins. I know. That's why it creeped me and, out so much. And that's why I kind of liked it, because it, it, it there was no happy ending. And not only was that the perfect buildup for its subsequent sequels, but, you know, you got all invested in it and you want good to win, but it didn't. So you're like, when is this going to happen? <laughs> and even at the end of the third one, a very young Sam Neill, yes, the doctor from Jurassic Park, plays the son of the devil. Mm. You know, at the end of that movie, he says, you have won nothing. <laughs> And then he keels over dead, and then you realize in Omen 4, The Suckening, which was the movie that came out as a TV movie on Fox, he had a kid. So then I was like, the grandson of the devil, which is actually the granddaughter of the devil? Okay, whatever. Now you're, now you're jumping the shark. <laughs> but the first three Omen movies, not the remake, which was actually okay, mm-hmm. with Julia Stiles and Liev Schreiber, it wasn't bad. But it's not the original. No. So get past the fact, folks, that they were made in the 70s. And the final conflict, which was the one with Sam Neill, actually came out in 1981. Mm-hmm. Get over that fact and watch yourself some good movies. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's all I've got this week. So your omen reminded me of a movie that totally creeped me the fuck out as a young kid. Because um, other than the omen and, you know, the exorcist and... Those, they all creep me out as a kid and I had nightmares. And Invasion of the Body Snatchers also gave me some nightmares. Audrey Rose is another one. I'm not sure where you could find it. It's from 1977. It's actually a psychological horror drama. It starred Marsha Mason, Anthony Hopkins, John Beck, and Susan Swift. And it was about this New York couple who um, some stranger seeks them out because he believes that their young daughter is the reincarnation of his dead daughter. Oh. And the girl has these flashbacks to this fiery car thing, and I just remember this girl against a window screaming, because, you know, she's dying in the fire in her memories there, and that that shot was just creepy as hell <laughs> and that's that's <laughs> you know apparently there's some kind of trial and there uh, there's experiments and i don't know what and it, it just because i was a kid i didn't really follow all of it i just know that there were certain parts that were really nightmarish to me i'm sure if i watched it today it would be absolutely like what the fuck patty but when you're like what, seven, eight years old when yeah. this you know came out and was on some TV channel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Audrey Rose. Audrey. Rose. I don't know where you'll find it, but I just wanted to throw it out there. Okay. Because most of your movies well, aren't really that scary. No, not really, and and they kind of build up your 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 skin for horror movies. If you, you know, that. any genre, any genre, if you are a lover of that genre, it could be Hallmark movies, oh. action <laughs> movies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Tell me that. <laughs> I've got friends who love Hallmark movies. But but the point is, if you've seen enough of any kind of genre of movie, you know the tropes oh, of yeah. that genre. Which is where I'm at with horror at this point. 
Exactly. Which is why I kind of lost my taste for horror. Mm. Because beside the occasional midsomar, where wow, you, I guess, you know, you see it during the day mm-hmm. and all the horror is taking place during the day, yeah. you know, most of the time, 99.9% of the time in a horror movie, if you're in the daytime, shit ain't going to go, shit ain't going to happen. Yep. That is not only your chance to escape, but you may get a jump scare. You may get a a precursor to what's going to happen at night, but all the shit happens at night when the lights are out and the shit is totally dark. Then you kind of, you steal yourself up. You get ready because, oh, you know, when the sun goes down, shit's about to go down. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's why I was like, all right, another horror movie. All right, let's see what this one's got. Yeah. So, eh. That's why I'm kind of into comedy now, because why not? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So log on, everybody, to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that Contact Us button or engage us on your social media at The Watchlist Pod. What is your horror jam? What what movie or TV series do you love watching or re-watching this time of year? For me, all of the shit that I just mentioned is nothing compared to the original Halloween which I will be watching on Halloween. And I am sure AMC is going to do their usual play all the Halloweens in a row. Ooh, that'll be fun. But even if they do that, I always watch the original Halloween unedited Mm. all the way through. And actually that movie is only like 90, 91 minutes. Oh, okay. It is a tight, effective thriller. There's a new The Craft out that you can rent now. It's not a remake of the original movie, The Craft. It is The Craft Legacy. It's a continuation. It's, it's sort kind of a, a continuation, continuation right? of it, yes. Um, it ha- David Duchovny's in it. So And Michelle Monaghan. Um, it's a Blumhouse movie. And you could get it on demand... Um, wherever you get your on demands, it's was officially available not thir- yesterday Thursday, but yesterday Wednesday. Ah, yeah. I haven't seen it. The craft I'm, I love. Yeah, I love the craft. The craft was it was my shit, man. It was my that shit. That was a great movie. I loved it. That was a great movie. Mid nineties crap, but it was great. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I have a mild interest in it. Maybe if the craft, what is it, legacy? This is the craft uh, legacy. Yes. All right. If that becomes cheap at some point, or like on Vudu, they'll show movies sometimes with ads for free. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe if they do that, I'll catch it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. So log on. Let us know what you watch on or around Halloween and. And if you're going to go out trick or treating, besides the fact, don't come to our house. Yeah, stay away from my house. <laughs> Unless you're Please bringing be me careful. the candy. What reverse Halloween like, yeah, shit doesn't why not, work that man? Wait a minute. How would so people just drop shit in your mail slot or on in a in a vat or something on vat? your doorstep? I don't. This is the only thing yeah, I can think of. If they're coming to my house to visit, bring me a bag of candy. Bring you a whole bring bag the of doorbell, candy? doorbell, I'll open the door, you hand me your bag of candy, I'll shut my door, and that's it. <laughs> Damn! 
There is okay. No pun intended. There is a horror movie in there somewhere. Mm. Like yeah. a like some type of reverse spell kind of shit. Mm. That's weird. Mm. All right, copyright twenty twenty. That's ours. <laughs> Nobody steal that shit. Anyway, if you are going to go out trick or treating, especially if you have young ones, please be careful. Social distance. Be safe. Yes. Above all, you can always go to the fucking store and buy your kids some candy. Yeah. This is an this is a Halloween like none other in our lifetime. Do not let your guard down. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to do that, like Patty said, even engage in a very family Halloween. Get together, put on Hocus Pocus or some other family appropriate movie or TV show binge the fuck out of it eat candy amongst yourselves and have a good time and we will catch you next week when ha ha we're gonna be reviewing season 2 episode 1 of the Mandalorian and I can't wait oh Oh, I hear it about the mass singer so leave my Mandalorian there was like an excited that was excited that sounded like a a sick cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Anyhow. I was expecting you to look at the camera. <laughs> well, I, I did look at the camera. I couldn't, still couldn't tell what you were doing. Alright, fine. The fuck? You all right there? I was excited. What'd you eat? You know, right. baby Yoda, dude. Ah, the child. Baby. I'm getting used to it being called the child. Baby Yoda. But it can't be baby Yoda, and I understand that. The first thing, and I said this, and then we'll let everybody go. The first thing, <laughs> the first thing I said to Laura when that thing first appeared on camera, oh my God, it's a baby Yoda. That's why everybody's that calling it baby Yoda. But. Because it is a baby Yoda it is a baby same species as Yoda yes exactly and I get that so I I am looking forward to this season because maybe they'll get into that anyway moving on be careful be safe out there and uh, make sure you catch up on all of your back episodes of the watch list with Patty and Bill at thewatchlistpod.com engage with us on your social media at thewatchlistpod.com And make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, fun thing you can do with Alexa, besides saying, Alexa, listen to the watch list with Patty and Bill podcast. Ask her what her costume will be. And she will will tell you. Kind of funsy. I don't have an Alexa, so I can't ask her. I know, and I did, and it's cheesy, but go ahead, do it anyway. Enjoy your Halloween, people. And e- even if you're catching us after Halloween, enjoy this very special ep- this very special episode of the Watchlist with Patty and Bill to listen to some great horror movies that and TV shows that you can watch. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And we will catch you next week. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.